Romans chapter 13 and verse, verse 7. 13, 7 says this. Give everyone what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Now, Paul encourages us in this verse to give what we owe people. He says, if you owe taxes, pay it. I had heard one amen there. <laughs> I think everybody else will say it. Oh, my. Yeah, but inside, right? So if you owe taxes, pay it. If you owe revenue, in other words, if you, if you have some bills, go ahead and pay them too. <laughs> Amen? And if you owe respect, give it. And by the way, everybody deserves respect, right? And if you owe someone honor, then give them honor. Paul's encouraging us to give honor where honor is due. And so today, we want to take the time to give honor where honor is due. And we want to take a moment to honor you, the people of Family Life Church. Amen? And so, uh, I want to honor you for the difference that you've made here in, in, the, in the church, in this community. And so, I'm going to take the time to just talk about this and pardon me if it gets redundant or if it gets boring to you. It's something that I need to do for you. Okay? Say amen. amen. All right. We want to honor you for serving faithfully. Every month, there are more than a hundred people that volunteer each and every week throughout the week to help church be church. Like today when we got here, there was a bunch of people that already served for us to be able to enjoy this environment that we're enjoying today. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 10 says, Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others faithfully, administering God's grace in its various forms. Now, because of the many of you that have faithfully used your gift in service to God, there are many people that have experienced and received the grace of God in various forms. There's families that have been touched. There's lives that have been changed. There's burdens that have been lifted. There's eternities that have been changed as a result of your service. Many people have experienced and received God's love in their life. Why? Because of faithful servants of the Lord. Amen. You know, our vision here at the church is, is to uh, love God, grow people, and reach the world. And, and we base that on the great commandment and the great commission. The great commandment says this. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Love God, love people. And then the Great Commission says this in Matthew 28. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe all that I command you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The Great Commandment and the Great Commission. Jesus balled all the Bible into two commandments. And he said, we need to learn to love God and love people. And then he said, the Great Commission, I'm going. This is what I would like for you to do. How many of you agree that would be important? And so therefore, we base our vision through from those scriptures, love God, grow people, reach the world. And at the end of every year, you know, I like to take the time to say, hey, are we doing this? 
Are we reaching our goal? Have we been effective in accomplishing our mission or our vision? And so to help us do that, I like to just go back and look at some of the things that had happened or that have happened this year. And so like, let me give you some stats. In 2012, this year, uh, at last count, we had 292 people that have committed their lives and received Jesus as their Lord right here in the services on Sunday and Wednesday. 292. That's not counting the people that were saved in youth group, junior high, in the life groups, and in all the other ministries. Amen? That is great. Isn't that great? 292 people. And so that's a great blessing. And I say, okay, we're winning. Amen. And then water baptisms. There were 65 people who not only said, I want Christ, but followed through and got water baptized in the front of God and everybody else right here on Sunday morning. Amen. Now that means a lot because that means that people are serious about their walk with God. Amen. And you know, we do these spiritual growth classes and these, clo- these classes are designed to, to disciple people, to help them get more rooted in the Lord. You know, you can't just come to church and just pray this prayer. The devil would just say, that's great. I'll bust you upside the head spiritually. You need to get rooted and grounded. So when he comes at you, you know how to fight back spiritually. Amen. And then, you know, there were 76 people that successfully completed the Love, Grow, Reach spiritual growth classes, most of which have committed to serving and becoming active members of Family Life Church. Amen. Amen. You know, the average church has 90 people. We had 76 people that, that finished the classes this year. That's great. Now, what does those numbers say to us? Those numbers tell us lives are being eternally impacted at the church here Because of the faithful service of you to the Lord. Amen. All these things couldn't happen if you wouldn't serve. 1 Thessalonians 3, 9 says, How we thank God for you. Because of you, we have great joy as we enter God's presence. We thank God for you. Because of you, we are making a difference. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Amen. We want to thank God. Because of you, lives were changed as you served through our classes here. You know, we had our finance class. I see David and Renee for 10 plus years. They've served faithfully and and, and allowed us to have this Dave Ramsey financial class. Because of that, many lives have been changed financially. People got their finances in line because of that. I'm thinking of the freedom classes. Pastor Brad and the ministry team ministering to people, breaking strongholds. The inner healing classes and retreats. Tanya and other ladies. That have, and, and, and that have hosted uh, classes and retreats so that people could be healed internally. I'm thinking about the Royal Ranger classes. You know, where's Dean Huval? Is Dean here? Dean and David Smith. You guys just stand up for just a second. Would you just stand up real quick? These guys have been serving in Royal Rangers for years and years and years. I mean, I mean, they came, they came on the scene right after Moses. That's how long they've been serving. Amen. Amen. But no, listen, I can't tell you how many people say, like for Harvest Fest, they had people that came here for the Harvest Fest, and they said, man, it's been a long time, but I used to come to Royal Rangers years ago. Now they're married, have kids. Royal Rangers is making life groups. I can't, you know, the, the Bible study classes. When I think of Francis Bohr, the years he's been teaching in the Bible study. Kelly Segura, every Sunday for the, for the, uh, the uh, Sunday school. Tony Westbrook, been leading the men's group for I don't know how long. Dick Menard, I don't know how long. Sherry Clump, Lil Mania, Tamara Wales, Tony Marlene Rowe. And the list, I can't name all the names because they've been faithful servants of God that have been serving 
faithfully and making a difference in people's lives. Amen. And because of you, many lives have been eternally changed. And I want to thank you for your faithful service. Because of you, lives are changed as you serve through the various ministries. You know, our school right here has, has changing lives. Our ushers ministry, music ministry, intercession ministry, greeter ministry, preschool ministry, children's ministry, junior high, senior high, college ministry, ladies ministry, men's ministry, family ministry, marriage ministry, food ministry, helps ministry, counseling ministry, landscape ministry, hospitality ministry, music ministry, media ministry, and it goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And because of these ministries, every Sunday, every Wednesday, throughout the week, there are people that are being encouraged, that are being strengthened in their walk with God. Every week, there's a table that's been prepared by somebody that is serving in ministry so that somebody can sit at the table of the Lord and partake of His table that He's prepared for His people. Amen? The food has been prepared, but somebody's got to prepare the table and dish out the food. Amen? And so it's a great blessing. Because of you... Lives were changed as you served through community outreaches. You know, I'm thinking about the flood victims in Karen Crow. You know, Stephen Felice and their family and, and, and various, uh, the youth group and, and various ones in the church went out there, not only just there in Karen Crow, but other places. There were 26 families that were flooded and then just didn't know what to do. And, and, and you made a difference in their lives. Amen. The Sparkle and Shine outreach, these, these ladies that are reaching out to these young ladies in the community, the block parties, uh, Lewis and, 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 and Terza, Brian and Heather, and the team of volunteers that are extending love and compassion in the neighborhoods. They're going into the neighborhoods and reaching. I'm thinking about the, the, uh, Chi Alpha, uh, team that had, serves, you know, every month, every Wednesday while school is going on. Chi Alpha serves a meal and a message. And no telling how many people have been one to Christ and have encountered Jesus and, and, this church is one of the churches that supplies a meal. Every month, we provide a meal for those students as they come and hear the message of Jesus Christ. Amen? And then, and then there's Heart for Children, you know, right here in, in Ildecon and, and that ministry there and all those children that are getting ministered to. The special events, the wild game cookouts, the crawfish balls, the, the harvest fest, the summer summits, and all these special events. There's no way that we could do these special events if there wasn't a bunch of people that are willing to give up their time and their resources to make it happen. Amen? And so I want to commend you for your, uh, your continued faithful service to the Lord. To the Lord. There are so many people that have been touched because of your faithfulness. Amen? I want to take a moment right now just to acknowledge all of you. If you have served in any kind of capacity this year, would you just stand right now? I, would, I just want to acknowledge. I want you to see each other. Come on and just stand. I want you to see across the room. I want you to see these people that have served in the kingdom of God and that have made a difference. We salute you. We honor you. We bless you. And we thank God for you. Amen. Come on, let's give them a good. Let's give them a good praise offering. Amen. 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 And you can be seated now. Isn't that great? So we honor you. And we bless you. Not only do we honor you for serving faithfully, but Family Life Church, I just want to encourage you today. And I want to honor you for giving generously. You know, in, in this community and in this nation, there is a formula that they can use across the board and say, the average church gives X amount of dollars. 
Well, do you know that this church far surpasses the national average, almost doubles the national average of giving as a church? Amen. Yes, indeed. Yes. Because of your generosity, we can make a difference. Now, let me just mention, you might not know this, but for several years, Brother Francis started this at the very beginning of the church, and we've continued it uh, after uh, we've taken over. But, you know, every, uh, every $10 that comes into the church through tithe, 10% of that is put in a missions account. 10% of everything that is given financially to the church is put into a missions account. As well as every month we receive a missions offering. And every month, let me tell you this, every month you give anywhere from 5 to 8. It's been as much as 12000 uh, for the Twin Towers thing. I think $26,000 was raised on one Sunday because of the generosity of, of you, the people. You are a very generous people. And I just want to commend you today and pat you on the back. Amen. Is that all right? <clears throat> because of your faithful generosity with the tithe and missions given, we were able as a church to make a difference. First of all, locally, we have been able to make a difference. We we're able, as I mentioned earlier, 26 families were helped with building materials, with cleaning materials, just with food, all sorts of different kinds of things. In fact, there was... $18,000 that were sown into various families in helping them. Amen? Where did that money come from? From you, from your generosity. And you know, I was thinking about this, and there was a lady that she was in the hospital with this, this incredible infection in her leg, didn't know whether she was going to lose her leg, and her house got flooded. And she, you know, she had no family, nobody to go. Uh, the neighborhood let us know. They got into the house. They went stripped all the, all the wet, uh, sheetrock out, all the insulation out. And when she got out of the hospital, her house was dried out, ready for recovery. Amen. I'm thinking about another guy. Yeah. Thank the Lord for that. I'm thinking about another guy. Uh, him and his wife knelt down and prayed and said their house flooded. They put all the money that they saved into buying this house. They just had the house just a very short time and it floods. They didn't have the money to, to, to do the repair. And so they prayed and they said, Lord, would you please help us not to lose our house? They were ready to give their house back to the bank because they couldn't afford to do anything about it. The next day, the youth group and a number of you gathered together on Sunday afternoon, went into that neighborhood, knocked on the door and said, hey, we with Family Life Church wanted to know if y'all needed some help. Well, they, well, they thank God for his provisions. It was in the form of Family Life Youth Group, amen, and other volunteers here in the church. And you know, they were able to keep their house. Hey, how many of you know that is huge? Amen, that's huge. You know, other local ministries, the Faith House, the Shelter for Abused Women, the Lighthouse, the Shelter for, for Addicted Women, and, and, and uh, uh, the, the New Life Center in Opelousas, the Pregnancy Center. These are community ministries that are serving. You know, the Pregnancy Center, this year alone, they've saved over 65 babies that otherwise would have lost their life. They were saved, and because of the generosity of people like you. We're making a difference, not only here in the church, but in the community. Amen. You know, supplies for ministries 
like uh, Chi Alpha, which I mentioned, Interfaith Prison Ministry, Lafayette Parish Prison Ministry, Hard for Children. I think we have a couple of pics here. This is a meal and a message right here. Uh, this is a, they just coming to eat because, you know, college students always need a new, another meal. But here comes the message. Amen. They get a spiritual meal and a physical meal. Look at that room full of college students that many of them become uh, servants of God and go on to serve God for all their adult life because they're reaching them at the right time. Amen. Isn't that great? And then we have some other picks. I think. Go ahead, Doug. Uh, here's uh, the heart for children. They're getting tutored. These kids are getting loved on. They're getting tutored. They're getting discipled. They're getting mentored. And, and they're going to make a difference in their world because of faithful service. This was just recently. They had, uh, you know, they get these this money uh, for b- good behavior. And then they get to go shopping. And they went shopping. They, this is the store. They went shopping. And you know what most of the kids did? They bought gifts for their family members. They didn't get stuff for themselves. They bought gifts for their family members. Amen. Isn't that great? Doesn't that just touch your heart? Amen. Hard for children. We, we are making a difference. The Freedom Challenge Ministries, Love Inc. Ministries, the Bridge Ministry. You know, listen, at the beginning of the school year, we took up an offering for school supplies. We gave out school supplies to over 400 kids. Over 400 kids received school supplies. And they were able to have the resources they needed to get an education. How many of you know if you get an education, it'll give you an advantage in life? Amen? Amen. Listen, we didn't have the news media here. It wasn't publicized on billboards. But hey, listen, everybody don't need to know. God knows. Amen? How many of you know that's all that matters is that God knows? Amen? And so listen, you know, the, the, the countless dollars, because of your financial generosity, we've been able to make a huge difference in a lot of ministries right here in our community. And this is not all of them. This is just some. But also, we've been able to touch the world. We've been able to touch the world because of your generous, your generous financial contributions. We gave $15,000 towards supporting the hundreds of orphans in Guatemala through Mike and Dottie's ministry. $15,000. How many of you know that'll buy a lot of meals? That'll put the electricity on. And not counting, I don't know how many children are supported by, supported by some of you in the congregation here that you personally support a child. I have no idea, but for years now, we've been encouraging you to do that. And I know there are, there are a bunch of kids that are supported monthly by you. We were able to make, make a difference in Mexico. You know, Mexico Ministries is doing a, tr- a phenomenal job, an incredible work. And they as well are reaching out to orphans. They're training uh, pastors. They're building churches. But to Mexico, we gave over $20,000 uh, to Mexico Ministries to build churches, feed the orphans, help the poor, and, and continue the ministry outreach in Mexico. And, uh, and a group of you here went out and built a church. It was one of the largest churches. It, it took $12,000 to, to build or to buy the resources uh, for that building. And, and we built this building. We have that, that picture, Doug. Here is that building that they built this past fall right here. They, they, uh, they built that building. This is the congregation and, uh, and, and some other guys in the church here. They gave the money to, to, uh, to, pay for the chairs look at that i mean this is this is like the taj mahal there in their area amen 
And they were so overwhelmed and so overjoyed. And here we are in Lafayette just going through our day, just giving some money and tithing to the Lord and giving money in the missions offering. And here we are making a difference, not only in Guatemala, but in Mexico, in Russia. We help finance several outreaches uh, by Jews for Jesus that are reaching the Jewish people. Do you know there's more Jewish people, there's more Jews in Russia than there are in Israel? And they are just doing outreach after outreach. And we have helped support and finance many of the the outreaches to the Jewish people. And I think that's huge because the Lord says, if you will bless my people, I'm going to bless you. Amen. And so we support that ministry. And there, there are Jewish people that are getting saved, born again because of your generosity. The Philippines. You know, uh, we found out through the, our DVDs that have gone out from, in, from Indonesia and crossed over to the Philippines. And way up in the mountains, there was a church that found out about us and, and it emailed us. You know, the world of technology. And said, so, listen, we, we are a body of believers. We don't have a church building. We don't have any Bibles. And we would love to have some Bibles. Would you consider getting us some Bibles? We found out about a Bible agency in the Philippines, was able to wire them some money. They were able to purchase the Bibles, ship it way up in the mountains of the Philippines, and gave them like 250 Bibles. And so this this community that is getting saved and born again are now having the Bible to read on their own. Amen? That's awesome. Amen. So these are just some of the things. But this year, Family Life Church has planted 26 churches throughout the world. 26 churches. In Indonesia, we planted six churches. In Africa, we planted 17 churches. In the Middle East, we planted one church. In China, we planted one church. And in Mexico, we planted and built the church that you just saw. 26 churches, 26 body of believers have been planted because of the generosity and the faithful uh, giving of this church. Amen. Now, listen, God only knows, you know, what, how much of an impact that's going to have year after year as these churches continue to flourish and continue to grow. Amen. In India, we help train over 250 leaders. Family Life Lafayette and Family Life Sugarland paid for the transportation for these leaders to come from Nepal, from, from Pakistan, and from, from throughout northern India to come to this local ministry to get taught. For three days, they sat cross-legged, didn't move a muscle, and they would have, we could have taught them for, for 18 hours, and they would have been good with that. They were so hungry. These 250 leaders represent 7,000 believers in a place that's less than 1% Christian. Amen. Your generosity, your giving fed them. Some of these people, they had curry, had never eaten curry in their life. They cooked for 250 people, but they kept running out. And they found out these people were eating so much. Some of them have very little to eat. And we got a chance to sow into their life. Did you know you went to India this year? Yes, you did. Amen. And so globally, Aside from these special projects that we just mentioned, there are over 20 missionaries and ministries that Family Life Church supports on a monthly basis. Amen? Now again, why is that so important? Why does that matter? Well, it's important that we as a church don't sit around, twiddle our thumbs, sing Kumbaya, my Lord, while everybody else goes to hell. Amen? 
We need to be a church that doesn't worry about its seating capacity, but its sending capacity. You know, seating capacity is how many people we have. Well, who cares how many people we have? Are we making a difference? We can have a whole lot of people not making a bit of difference. But thank God, Family Life Church, through your generous serving and your generous faithful contributions, you are making a difference not only locally in our community, but worldwide. Amen. So come on, give yourself a good hand. Amen. In fact, I want you to do me a favor right now. I want you to just stand. It's going to be kind of like a Catholic mass today. I want you to take, I want to take a moment. You know, I'm just throwing this out and I don't know how you process in this. But sometimes it's kind of like there's so many trees, so many, you know, so many trees you can't see the forest. You know, I'm throwing this out and maybe you're just saying, oh, that's a bunch of what? I'll tell you what it is. It's a bunch of making a difference for the kingdom and for the glory of God. It's a great privilege. It's a great honor for us as a body of believers to be able to make a difference in building the kingdom of God. And I want to just take a moment right now. And I just want to honor the Lord and thank God for the privilege of just being a part. Amen. Father, we thank you today for the privilege of being able to make a difference, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the resources, giving us the the health, giving us the gifts, giving us the strength, giving us the heart, the compassion, the opportunity, Lord, to partner with you in making a difference in this world. Lord, we honor you today and we count it a great privilege. Lord, I want you. I want to just take a moment to honor the faithful servants in this church. The faithful servants, the faithful givers. Without them, nothing of what I just said would have been possible. It's only because of servants that are fully followers and fully devoted disciples of Christ. It's only because of that that we've been able to make a difference in this world. And Lord, we give you glory, we give you praise, and we give you honor today. Come on, let's give everybody that, everybody that's faithfully given and so on, and, and just let's thank God for them. Lord, we honor you. Lord, I honor you today. I bless you today for your graciousness. Amen. Amen. Now you can be seated again. It's not over yet. Amen. You know, finally, in conclusion, I want to take a moment to say we want to give honor to Jesus. Right? Without Jesus, we ain't got a message. Without Jesus, we don't have the grace. Without Jesus, it's a country club. Right? It's a sorority. Without Jesus, it's nothing, right? Romans 13, 7. Give to everyone what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Paul's encouraging us to give honor where honor is due. Now, how many of you would agree that Jesus deserves honor? Amen. Jesus deserves honor. And and Jesus deserves all honor for his faithfulness, his generosity, and his grace towards us. 
I mean, think with me for a moment. If Jesus hadn't saved you, where would you be today? Don't think too long. You're going to get depressed. Right? Amen? How many of you would agree with me that it's a good thing Jesus stepped in when he did? Amen. Amen. Thank God. So we honor Jesus for the difference that he's made in our life. Amen. Now, let me ask you a question. What we just talked about is what has happened this year in 2012. But we're getting ready to cross over into a new year. And so the question is, how can we honor God in this next year? How can we honor God in a greater way than we've ever honored him? You know, I think it would be good if we upped our game. Amen. What about you? Come on. Now, see, this is the point in the message where it goes, it sits right on your lap. I'm sitting on your lap now. How many of you think it would be good for us to up our game in 2013? Now, now let me frame this for you. How many of you would agree that it's good that Jesus saved you and you're going to heaven? How many of you agree? How many of you are grateful for that? Amen. How many of you think Jesus is worth honoring for that? Amen. So then the question is, is he worth honoring to the point that we would give of ourselves in service to him? Amen. I mean, anybody could say, you know, honk if you love Jesus. That's no sacrifice at all. No effort at all. But listen what the Bible says. The Bible says that we can honor God with our very lives. Romans 14, 7 and 8 says, for we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves If we live, it's to honor the Lord. And if we die, it's to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. You know, so listen, Paul is saying, listen, whatever we do, live or die, we should honor the Lord. And we honor the Lord by living for the Lord. Amen? And so, you know, listen, the reason why we've been able to make a difference is because we're living for the Lord. And so can we commit to living for the Lord and honoring God by our continuing service to Him. The Bible says in 1 Peter 4.10, each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. You know, God has called us to be administers of His grace. And every time we serve other people, we administer His grace. Every time we help other people, we administer His grace. And because because of the many, many faithful servants here, we have an usher's ministry, we have a greeter's ministry, we have a music ministry, we have life group leaders, we have preschool ministry, we have a junior high, senior high, we have all these ministries. And it's only because of faithful servants. Amen? So, you know, maybe as we're talking, you've been, you know, just kind of kicking the tires here at Family Life. And maybe, you know, it's this year, this coming year, it's time to not just kick the tires, but maybe it's time to get on the team. Maybe it's time to serve. Listen, you have one life to live. It's not a dress rehearsal. When you are done, what you have done for the Lord will be all you can do for the Lord. Amen? And so let's not waste another year. Let's not waste any of our time. You can serve God and you can continue to enjoy life. It doesn't take all your time, but it takes some time. It takes some sacrifice. Amen? 
So listen, I want to challenge you this morning. If you're not serving, we always need ushers. We need greeters. We always need in every area you can imagine. It's a volunteer-run organization. We need volunteers. Can I, can I help? Can I get some help here this morning? Amen. I mean, it's just, you know, there's no way that we could pay everybody to do everything that, we, that gets accomplished here. In your pew, there's a registration card. I want, to, I want you to pray about something. Between now and the next, beginning of next year, maybe you, if you're not serving right now, maybe you ought to put your name on the card and say, count me in. Find me somewhere. I'll go hold the door if you want me to hold the door. I'll go change that dirty diaper if you want me to change that dirty. If it means somebody getting saved and a marriage staying together, count me in. Come on, are y'all with me out there? I'm not, I'm not beyond anything. I'm not too proud to do anything. I'm willing to, I'm, God is a good God and I'm willing to honor Him with my life and I'm willing to serve Him. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you, if you're not involved, fill up, you know, sign that card. Maybe, maybe it's not here in the church. Maybe there's a ministry that God's laid on your heart that you've been thinking about long enough and it's time to do something about it. Amen? Maybe it's time to go to that nursing home. Maybe it's time to go reach out in your neighborhood. God puts passion in our heart. He puts fire in our bones. He puts desire in us. Maybe it's your neighbors that you maybe need to start inviting to your house and y'all start talking about Jesus in your house. And right there, you can start a life group. Amen? Listen, you don't have to be, you don't have to sing. You don't have to play the keyboards to be used of God. And I say, thank God for that. Amen? Amen? God will use you if you just have a desire. Amen? You can honor God by continuing to give generously. You know, some people say, well, I don't believe in that. You know, yeah, I know, I know. I heard it all. I heard it all. But my deal is this. When you close your eyes and you spend thousands and thousands of dollars on your own pleasure... How much have you sowed in to the kingdom of God to further the greatest thing going on in the world today? Amen? Come on. The problem is not a money issue. The problem is a heart issue. And so I suggest to you that you just pray and ask God, Lord, help me to be delivered from the don't wants and help me to get filled with the wants. Amen? Come on. Is that all right out there? Amen. Listen. Listen. You know, whenever we face Jesus, it's all over. What we've done is done. As the tree falls, it lays. Come on, let's use our life. You know, listen, you don't know. You don't know. You have no idea. You throw a $10 bill in that offering when it comes down monthly. Or you put your tithe in that box. You have no idea the difference that money is making for the glory of God. But one day when we get to heaven, I believe Jesus is going to have a, he's going to have the video of videos for us. And he's going to show us when we were born and we cried our first cry. And then he's going to show us when we got spanked as, as he disciplined us along the way. And he's going to show us the people that we love, the people that we encourage, the people that we help. And he's going to turn around and show us a few people in heaven. And you say, you see this one? That one's there because of you. You see that one? That one's here because 
because of you. You see these people right here? You made a difference in their life. That's why they're here today. You made a difference in eternity because you gave your life in service to me. Amen? Won't that be a great day when he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, stand with me. Let's give praise and let's give glory and let's give honor to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the liberty. Thank you for the privilege, God. Thank you for the blessing, God, of being able to be a servant in the kingdom of God. Lord, I honor this church. I honor this body of believers today. What a great congregation to pastor. Lord, I thank you that you've given Tanya and I the privilege of pastoring them. God, I pray, Lord, your word says that, Lord, you sow back. You provide seed for the sower. Lord, that you bless those that bless others, that you refresh others, fresh those that refresh others. Lord, I pray today in the name of Jesus that you would release your grace on every family and every home right now. Father God, I pray, let's ask the Lord to increase our territory. Come on, let's ask him to increase our influence. Lord, I pray as we get ready to cross over in a new year and enter to 2013, Lord, I pray, increase our territory. Lord, enlarge our tent pegs. Lord, give us greater influence. Give us greater ability to make a difference, Lord, in the kingdom and for the glory of God. Lord, I pray today that each individual in here, that you would stir our hearts today. Give us fresh fire. Give us fresh passion. Give us fresh hunger. Lord, I pray your anointing. Lord, set fire in each and every one of our bones today. Lord, may we as a corporate body make a great difference in the body of Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted and said, Amen. Amen. Come on, one more time. Let's give God praise. Let's give Him glory. Let's give Him honor. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Listen, if you filled out that card, and I'm trusting that there'll be people in here that do that, just put it in the offering box or just uh, just come put it up here on the stage and we'll make sure to contact you and, and follow through on that. Amen. Financially, I encourage you to just get you a little, uh, a little, I call it a seed bank. The Bible says he provides seed to the sower. I mean, if you want some seed to plant. The Lord said, hey, if you will be willing to plant, I will put some seed in your hands. Amen. But now when you get the seed, don't eat it, plant it. All right. Amen. That's the key right there. Amen.